Hello, fellow rebel capitalists. Hope you are well. So most people know that the price of gold just the other day hit all-time highs. Now it's pulled back a little bit, but this begs the question, what on earth is the price going to do in 2024? Is it going to skyrocket like we saw from 2007 to, let's say, 2011? I mean, is it going to hit $5,000 an ounce? I mean, I haven't listened to Schiff lately, but I almost guarantee you <laughs> this is what he is saying. Or is it going to completely implode? Is it going to crash like we saw right after 2011? Or like what we usually see when we have a liquidity event, in other words, a crisis or a hard landing. I've done a lot of research on this lately. In fact, I did a whiteboard on it this morning. So let's go over some of the conclusions that I've come to regarding what I think the price is going to do, and maybe even more importantly, what gold is going to do and what drives the price of gold. Let's get into it here, guys, and you'll see exactly what I'm referring to. Let me do a screen share. This was actually fascinating for me because you always hear what drives the price of gold is inflation, inflation head. Or what drives the price of gold is the dollar or real interest rates, whether they're negative or positive, whatever it is. It's These are the things that drive the gold price. So if we could just figure out what's going to happen here, well, then we can predict what's going to happen to the price of gold. There's more to it than that. So let's check out some of what I found when actually going through the data and not just listening to these bumper sticker slogans that we hear over and over again so many times that we assume them to be true. Let's start by looking at a chart of gold itself. So this goes back to 1987. I actually used this for the whiteboard video a little earlier than 1987. And uh, from the late 80s to, let's call it 2000, 2001, gold, Went straight down, <laughs> straight down. Oh my goodness, we're around 486, and that was down massively in the 80s because my memory serves me right with Volcker gold's around 800, roughly nominal. And my goodness gracious, you want to talk about a tough couple decades? It goes from 800 all the way down to let's just call it 250, but then it just skyrockets from there up to a peak, and I thought it peaked in 2011, peaked in 2012, and then pew, crashes down and loses almost half its value to 2015. Then it kind of flatlines in 2018-19, really starts to go up to 2020, and then kind of flatlines, and then it shoots up. It's what we've seen recently. So now let's test some of these bumper sticker slogans that we hear over and over and over again. The first one that we want to test empirically is gold is just simply an inflation hedge. So when inflation goes up, well, the price of gold is going to go up. And if inflation goes down, if we have disinflation, deflation, whatever it is, then the price of gold is going to go down. Hmm. All righty. Well, we did have, if we look at consumer price inflation, actually, let's do that. Let's look at the CPI. And here it is. So the CPI is this red line. And we'll go back to the late 80s, or even, you know, you guys know where I'm going with this. In the early 80s, inflation was extremely high. That's Volcker. 
And then inflation started to come down, 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 down. By 87, CPI was running about 4.3. And then it just continued to trend down, 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 down. So we got to we get to uh, the GFC and it was actually negative we had deflation uh, on this chart 1.6. And it's pretty much I mean, it's not down in a straight line. We went up, up slightly here in the early 1990s. But overall, the trend is pretty much straight down. So this would lead you to believe that the gold price would come down if gold, the price was driven by inflation or inflation expectations. So we go back to the gold price and we can see that this is pretty much how it played out, went straight down. But what's wild is you get to 2002 or 2000, 2002, and all of a sudden this correlation completely breaks. So the CPI continues to go down and trend down all the way to 2009, which would be right around, let's call it here. But what happens to the gold price? It moonshots. So although there was a strong correlation in the 80s and 90s with inflation and gold, there was zero. In fact, there was an inverse correlation between 2002 and let's say 2000. Seven, and I would even argue into uh, 2012 at the highs because it's not like we had inflation booming. Now, you could say inflation expectations. Okay, but did we really have all these inflation expectations in the early 2000s? Not really. So we want to make sure that we're not making the mistake of confusing correlation with causation. And when you actually look at a gold chart, you can see that there are times where you could come to the conclusion that there was a strong correlation or causation. But then the other times are like, no, nah, there's no way to a point where it's like a coin toss. And then did we really have a massive disinflation or deflation from 2012, 2015 when the price of gold went down? No. Did we have massive inflation from 2018 to 2020? No. And now a lot of you I know are going to say, George, you're making that mistake again. Why do you always do this? Don't you know that the definition of inflation has nothing to do with consumer prices, has nothing to do with the CPI. The definition of inflation is the expansion of the money supply. So this is what gold is, is doing here. Okay, well, let's think that one through. <laughs> because are you telling me that the money supply shrank from 1980 to 2007 or 2002? No. In fact, I remember this because I... Look at these charts all the time. In 1980, the M2 money supply was around 1.5 trillion. I don't know where it was in 2002, but I know in 2007, it was 7.5 trillion. So safe to say, the M2 money supply went straight up during the time when gold went straight down. And then are you going to tell me that M2 money supply went down from 2012 to 2015? Of course not. It continued to go up. Now you might say, George, 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 it's, 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 it's inflation expectations that we saw here. And then it's all about the Fed's balance sheet, all about the Fed's balance sheet. That's the, the, the real expansion of the money supply. It's the Fed's money printing. Okay, well, that would be true right here. There would be a correlation, let's say from 2007, 2011. But what happens from 2012, 2015? Did they start QT? No, they didn't start QT until 2015. And then you say, okay, well, the gold market, the price is just front running, the expectations. Okay, fine. Let's look at 2018 to 2020. Was the Fed uh, expanding its balance sheet? No. We were in QT and the Fed didn't start really 
increasing the size of its balance sheet until March of 2020. And we saw that the gold price went way up even prior to that. And then you say, okay, well, George, again, going back to CPI, I think I forgot to point this out. We got to 9.1 and gold is pretty much flat. So now let's go over to the dollar. Maybe there's some correlation there because I don't think you can say with any type of intellectual honesty that there is a consistent correlation, even above a, a coin toss at 50-50 with inflation, whether it's the Fed's BS, CPI, or M2. And when I look up right here, I'm looking at my whiteboard <laughs> for notes. Because like I said, I did the whiteboard on this topic just this morning. So now let's shoot over to the dollar. Maybe that's what it's all about. Maybe gold is just pretty much the inverse of the dollar. So we'll look at a chart going back, uh, let's just say five years. And we can see that the dollar rips higher, rips higher from, I mean, really from 2021 to call it uh, 2022. But even if you look at it in 2019, the dollar relative to other fiat currencies using the DXY were around 96, high 90s. And now we're at 104, by the way, up significantly today. If you saw the last or the first video I did today, uh, we were talking about the how that's a bad omen when you see the dollar going up and yields going down and the dollar is up even more than it was this morning when I did that live stream. Hey guys, I want to remind you to check out Rebel Capitalist Pro. This is the incredible online investment forum that I have with investment experts, Lynn Alden and Chris McIntosh. It includes professionals such as Patrick Serezna from Macro Voices. He specializes in options. Jason Hartman, real estate. And Brent Johnson with Macro Economics. If you want to build wealth and thrive in this world of out-of-control central banks and big governments, Rebel Capitalist Pro is the resource you need. So check it out today at georgegammon.com forward slash pro. That's georgegammon.com forward slash pro. We'll see you inside with the fellow rebel capitalists that are taking their investing to the next level. But back on topic, 103, 104. So it's gone up substantially. Okay, so that's the dollar against other fiat currencies. Well, what did gold do during that time frame? Went straight up with the dollar. So there was not an inverse correlation. There was an actual correlation. Now, you could say there may have been an inverse correlation here because as gold was rising, if my memory serves me well, the DXY was definitely going down. I think it hit a low point 2011 at 70. Uh, but again, if you, if you look at that one time in history, yes, there's an argument there. But if you go back 30 or 40 years, you see that there, there's just no consistency above just a coin toss. So I don't think you can look at your dollar prediction for 2024 and extrapolate a gold price prediction from that, just like inflation, be it the CPI or monetary inflation, however you want to define it. Now let's go over to positive or real interest rates. And so the sophisticated people are going to say, oh, George, I don't know why you're, you're just spending all your time with all this lowbrow stuff. You know, it's not inflation. You know, it's, you know, it's not the dollar. You know, us, us, us really smart people, we only look at one thing, and that's real interest rates. 
Okay. Well, for all those smart people, let's go ahead and pull up a chart of real interest rates. Look at this. 80s all the way down to 2004, we see real rates were very, very high, uh, but then they continued to go lower and lower and lower, but they are positive, which would say, okay, well, that's negative for gold. But then look at what happens here throughout, call it from the GFC all the way to 2018, 19. They're pretty much negative the whole time as far as negative real rates. So that's the one-year treasury adjusted for whatever the CPI is. So now let's go back to that gold chart. And we can see that during this time frame, GFC to 2019, gold went way up. It came way down. It flatlined and it went way up. And during this entire period, we had negative real rates. So if the gold price is all about real rates, we should not have seen ups and downs and ups and downs and flatlines. We should have seen straight up. And we didn't. So whether you want to choose inflation, the inflation bumper sticker narrative <laughs> here over and over and over again, or dollar inverse correlation or real rates, all of them are nothing more than a coin toss. So that begs the question, well, what drives the price of gold? Because we have to know this if, we're a, if we want to have an educated guess as to what the price is going to do in 2024, to have a base case. The conclusion that I came to is, I don't know, that's me being as honest and authentic as I can possibly be. I have no idea what drives the price of gold. I have no clue because it's not inflation. Sometimes it could be, sometimes not. There's no consistent correlation. That's what I'm trying to say. What we do know is gold maintains its purchasing power over the long run. And we're talking about over decades. What it does over the next year, who knows? Who knows? But we do know that over the past 5,000 years, if you own gold, you have maintained your purchasing power. Now, I don't think gold is meant... You're not going to buy gold and get wealthy. You're not going to grow your wealth by owning gold, but you're damn sure going to protect it. That's why I always look at it as an insurance policy. And you say, George, well, if inflation, if we have hyperinflation, blah, 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 then gold's definitely going to go up. Okay, fine. Let's just say that gold goes to $10,000 an ounce. If it goes to $10,000 an ounce, that will be a result most likely of massive inflation. Because when I'm talking about the inflation not being correlated, we're talking about small moves, you know, up to 9%, down to 0%. I'm not talking about 40, 50, 60, 70%, right? So if that's your view, if Argentina is your view, as far as the United States, then even if gold or any asset class, it doesn't pay you to own it, goes up just in nominal terms. Once you sell, then you're going to incur the capital gain. And then you're going to have a loss of purchasing power on net. See, so these are things that you have to think about. And again, it's, it's why I say that I believe that gold over the long run, the only conclusion that we can come to here is that it maintains its purchasing power, not over year timeframes, but over decade long timeframes. That's why it's the, in my opinion, the ultimate insurance policy, but we're not done because another conclusion that I came to, and one thing you can tell definitively through history about what impacts the price of gold, and that is lack of liquidity a credit crisis, a hard landing. So let's zoom in for a moment. We're going to go to another chart to do this on the price of gold during the GFC. So this is, let me get you the exact date, guys. March 2008, gold 968. 
nominal. Fast forward, Lehman, banking crisis, et cetera, drops 730, plummets. Why? No liquidity. No liquidity. The only thing in people's portfolio that they can sell is gold because there's no counterparty risk. That's the only thing that has a bid. So ironically enough, because gold is doing its job very, very well, the price goes down. If we fast forward to the Cerveza sickness, we see the exact same thing. And what was shocking about the Cerveza sickness is how quickly this happened. I can tell you what happened because I, I, I just did the research this morning. The, the price went down by probably 15%, something like that. But it did over the span of like a week. That was right when the markets crashed because of the, the, the Cerveza sickness. And it doesn't pick it up in this chart. Why? Because it's a monthly chart. If this was a daily chart, you'd see a, a, way more volatility, way more volatility. But the punchline is that when we had that liquidity freeze, gold did the exact same thing. It crashed. So my base case, so the first takeaway from this video is I have no idea what drives the price of gold consistently. And I don't think anybody does. All we know that over long periods of time, is that it maintains its purchasing power, which is exactly what it should do, and there's no counterparty risk. The next takeaway is that during times of a liquidity crunch, so if you think that we're going to head into a recession or we're going to have a hard landing, this would be you. You must also think that the price of gold will crash. It'll happen very, very quickly. That's what it's done in the past. Now, my uh, again, I don't really like to make predictions here. What I try to do is just kind of point out risks that the mainstream media isn't talking about. That's what these channels are. One of the main reasons why I do these videos. But if you want my base case, I would say that for 2024, the, the price of gold, I would guess at the end of the year would be very close to where it was at the beginning of the year. But with extreme extreme volatility. And if you are a prudent investor, if you see gold like I do as an insurance policy, there could be some opportunities. Now on the speculative side of the portfolio, I think there could be some serious opportunities because of the delta between the gold price right now and the miners. In other words, the miners right now are incredibly cheap relative to the price of gold. So if gold goes, excuse me, if gold does go down because that liquidity event, because of a hard landing, in 2024, most likely the juniors and the, the majors, that's what you call them, they'll go down as well. And again, for the people who have the the, the huevos <laughs> to go there and buy panic, it could be an opportunity. Again, not investment advice. I'm just giving you my thoughts and kind of what I'm putting on my watch list and giving you my base case as to what I think gold price will do. Probably end of the year very similar to where it begins but with a lot of volatility in between, which could be, which could be an opportunity for those people that are paying attention. All right, guys, enjoy the rest of your afternoon. As always, make sure that you're standing up for freedom, liberty, free market capitalism. See you in the next video.